Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free the numbers told the story they always do this is a numbers game with gil alexander on vsin it's one of those idiots who believe in analytics good friday morning to it is a numbers game at visa the sports betting network visa.com the visa app fubo sling game plus iheart radio youtube tv glad you could hang with us on this friday morning it is gil alexander jeff parlay is here as well paul carr will join us premier league picks on the way i think he's an fa cup pick as well um Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke in Southern California. Vinny Maliulo. I'll go easy on Vinny today. Uh, NFL schedule talk. Jeff, do you have NFL schedule fever? Yes? No? No? Any different? Well, it, it, it at least gives us another tool so we know how to bet this thing in four months. That's right. You know, here's the thing. People get crazy over this stuff. I don't there's, – there's no better of any repute that I know, right, that, like, gets the schedule. It's like, oh, my God, I got to race to bet this. But there are some in-season, adjusted season win totals, things we can sort of identify. And we will give, uh, we'll, we'll get the thoughts of the Warren Sharps and the Seth Walders of the world, some, some schedule anomalies we'll look at uh, as well. Um, Kay Adams, last day on uh, Good Morning Football this morning. Tearful? Let me tell you something. I'm on a, uh, I'm on a, three-way, th- on a three-way thread with, like, really, like, accomplished – my buddies who are like really accomplished in their own fields. I couldn't even, if, if I told you what they do, you'd be like, oh my God, and like how silly we are behind the scenes. Anyway, one of them was like so thrown off by this. And the other one goes, oh my God, she was everything to me. <laughs> so we, we wish Kay Adams well and whatever she's doing next. I will miss here on a numbers game, uh, watching this show and, and looking at her without having heard a word that they have said in all these five years that we've been on air here. But uh, congratulations to her, whatever. She's moving on. Um, okay. We'll also 
talk about, well, lots of other things, including, of course, the NBA and the NHL. Let's start there, Jeff. Miami, Philadelphia, last night, the Heat close out the Sixers. And again, for that uh, Sixers troll who couldn't have been more annoying these last uh, few weeks, oh, it's awfully silent for you, isn't it? You know who you are. Uh, Heat get it done in six. I hope everybody heard us talking about that stat after game four when everyone was hyping up the Sixers, bigging them up like, oh, here come the Sixers. Nope. What our eyes think we're seeing ain't what we're really seeing in terms of the weeds of the game. Last five seconds of a shot clock. And the Sixers, and yes, Joel Embiid was hurt, no question. But I mean, how many teams don't have to deal with an injury at this point? And games five or six, they just get rolled. Last night, uh, they lose by nine, a final score that does not really reflect how badly the Sixers got beat. Uh, Miami didn't even shoot well from three. Another abysmal night from three-point range. They missed 21 of 28 attempts. It didn't matter. Jimmy Butler, 32 points, 14 on six of nine shooting in the third quarter when the Heat used a 16-2 run to take control. Butler, 33 in game three, 40 in game four, took 29 shots in game six. And let's never forget the Sixers passed on Jimmy Butler. They're like, now nah, we'd rather have Ben Simmons. Then, of course, they flipped Ben Simmons for a gentleman named James Harden, who attempted just two shots in the second half last night, missing both. Harden's last made bucket at the 331 mark of the second quarter, the most minutes logged in any James Harden career game where he didn't even have a free throw attempt. Two shots attempted in the second half. That from ESPN Stats Information, but you could look it up in the game log yourself. Just what, what do you even say to that? There is, there is no, there's no justification for that. By the way, 47 million X. Oh, yeah, sure, he'll be there. He'll opt in. Way to go, Daryl Morey. And it was just unbelievable. Scored all of his 11 points in the first half, four turnovers, four buckets. And when he, he turned the ball over, that led to a heat bucket, an 80-63 lead in the fourth. Sixers boot off the court. Struess adding 20 and 11 for the uh, for the Heat, by the way. But uh, let's not forget Game Seven of last year's conference semis, which uh, was the knockout game for the Sixers as well. Last year, Ben Simmons attempted two shots and scored three points in the second half. So there's Ben Simmons one year. There's the guy you traded him for two shots in the second half once again. Isn't that interesting? Sixers only made 24 two-point buckets all night last night, out-rebounded 49-35, to 13-6 on the offensive glass. And here are the quotes. Joel Embiid, quote, I'm sure since we got him, talking about Harden, everybody expected the Houston James Harden, but that's not who he is anymore. This is uh, Embiid on Jimmy Butler. I still don't know how we let him go. I wish I could have gone to battle with him still. And here's the money quote from Doc Rivers. Quote, I came to the conclusion at the end of this game that we were not good enough to beat Miami. Unquote. <laughs> Jeff, 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 she get that from Doc Rivers? He came to the conclusion, you see, that they weren't, you see, good enough to, to beat Miami. Oh, my God. Can I just say this about the Miami Heat? Because there's nothing else to say. Miami advances to the Eastern Conference Final. My, the Miami Heat franchise are advancing to their ninth conference finals in 34 seasons of existence. Let me repeat that. 
The Miami Heat are advancing to their ninth conference finals in 34 years of existence. So more than one out of every four seasons, this franchise has gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, yes, four of those were LeBron years. I grant you that. But still, and by the way, since the arrival of Pat Riley, it's nine conference finals in 27 seasons, one out of every three seasons, the Miami Heat are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Six of the last 12. Good on them. And we don't necessarily think, when we think of great American sports franchises, I'm not sure the Miami Heat come up in people's minds that quickly. They ought to. They don't because of the LeBron years kind of skew the thinking of some. And I don't think that's fair at I this point. I don't either. Because not anymore. they had, again, they won two with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. They won a title with Wade and Shaq, obviously. I mean, the team that made the finals in the bubble gets disrespected because, oh, it was, a, it, was, it was a weird year. It was the bubble year. Okay, they still have to get through the playoffs. Yeah. And guess what they did? And now uh, they're in the Eastern Final again. It'll be interesting to see what a line will be for that well, series. Well, that's where I was going with this. Yeah, it'll it, be interesting to see what that is, regardless of the opponent. Every, everything we said here, aren't you going to pound either Milwaukee or Boston against this team? I, I don't know. I want to see the price. Again, I'm sitting on a bunch of Milwaukee East futures, Gil. If yep. it's the Bucks, I'm probably just going to, unless if the price is wrong and Miami's a, a bigger dog than I think they'll be, I'll probably stand pat. Boston, Miami, I actually think that he will win that series if they play Boston. We cashed it. This, is, this was a beautiful primetime action moment. We cashed all, Matt Kelly and I, on Friday night, last Friday night, you remember, that was when the news, not this past Friday night, but the, I think it was the Friday night before, when the news came down out of nowhere that Joel Embiid was going to be out until further notice. Remember the final sequence of the Heat series against the Raptors, excuse me, the Sixers series against the Raptors, when Doc Rivers left the players in way too long and Embiid got his face broke. I believe that's a technical term. And then the news came down on a commercial during primetime action, and we pounded the heat. I got in twice. I want to say it was minus 180 and minus 192. No, it was minus 189. We have the numbers. But it was two bets, one below $2, one above laying $2. And then they immediately took it down. When it came back, it was minus 350. So just a fortunate timing and two big cash bets that go back into the account on the Heat. But I, I, don't, I don't think they're getting by either the Bucks or the Celtics. The other one last night, how about Golden State and Phoenix putting together two back-to-back crap performances out West? The Phoenix Suns, I said yesterday, I go, if Phoenix is as good as people think they are, the Suns backers, shouldn't they be able to knock out the Mavericks last night? They didn't come close. Mavericks end up winning by 27, and we have ourselves our first Game 7 of the NBA playoffs. Not till Sunday, though, Jeff. Got to wait till Sunday. Back in Phoenix. Home teams won all six games in this series. None with a margin closer than seven points. Sunday back in Phoenix. Doncic, 33-11-8. Also added four steals. According to ESPN Stats and Information, his scoring average is the highest of any player in NBA history for games in which his team is facing elimination. This was their first win with Luka Doncic in three tries with the Mavericks facing elimination in his brief postseason history. Bullock, 19, 5 of 11 from behind the arc. Brunson, 18. Dinwiddie, 15, all on threes, 5 of 7, 8 and 21 and 11 in defeat. And a night after Golden State had 22 turnovers, the Suns have 22 turnovers. Unbelievable. Mavericks with 16 steals. Suns held to a season low in scoring, regular season or playoffs for the second time in the series. They shot a playoff low 40%. 
Mavericks decisive 19-5 run to finish the first half, turning a two-point lead into 60-45 to halftime lead. Suns seeking a second consecutive trip to the uh, conference finals, but they're going the distance for the first time in uh, two postseasons with uh, Paul and Booker. And it's the 10th consecutive time this season the Mavericks have answered a loss of at least 20 points with a victory. Let me say that again. 10th consecutive time this season that the Mavericks have answered a loss of at least 20 points with a win, and the streak is actually 13 going back to last season, including a playoff uh, win against the Clippers after a 25-point loss. Game 7, you lay in the points with the Suns? You take in the points with the Mavericks? And do you think the Mavs have a legit shot? No, no, and yes. Schizophrenic series. Yeah, again, this series has not been – it's been a non-competitive seven-game series, as weird as that may sound, Gil. Just no one – whoever's lost has just gotten blasted. So I I do give Dallas a chance. I'm not going to bet this. Uh, But I will say, though, if – assuming Golden State doesn't mess around and lose tonight and at least closes it out – I'm very curious to see, like, if, if Phoenix wins by, like, four and struggles and wins game seven. I wonder if that price is a little bit different than we would have anticipated even just 24 hours ago against Golden State. Suns favored by six and a half again. Obviously, we'll talk about the games tonight. Warriors looking to close out the Grizzlies. Bucks losing to close out the Celtics. Talk about that briefly. And, Evan, and, and rather, NFL schedule talk as well coming up. Who does the basketball world want to see, the Suns or Luka and the Mavericks? Forget bets for a second. Who do they want to see? Who do fans want to see? I want to see Phoenix. I think that's a better series. Not sure I It's do. close, though. Not sure it's I close. do. Coming back, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state of the art technology. And fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I don't want to start in on uh, James Harden and the uh, Sixers more, but uh, one more thing. And I'm not talking about James Harden. Make it $47 million next year. Way to go, Daryl Moore. Um, God, if you're a Sixers fan. Yeah, we'd we prefer Ben Simmons over uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, we prefer James Harden over Ben Simmons. Okay. Uh, remember the stat that we mentioned here on this show, and I just want to bring it up one last time because every once in a while we'll highlight something. No one stat is the end-all, be-all. But again, it's, it's a great way in sports. Your eyes see one game better than analytics do, but analytics see everything. And when the Sixers came off those third and fourth wins, the recency bias on everybody's mind, oh, the Sixers, here they come. If you're a Heat fan, you better be worried. And I pointed out this piece from Cooper Moorhead over at NBA.com. He covers the, uh, the Heat over at NBA.com, and it was this, this matter of the, uh, the final five minutes of the shot clock for the Miami Heat and how late in games during the season the Heat had an elite defense on the opposing team's final five seconds of shot clocks. In other words, forcing them into the final five seconds. And then the, the points that they were able, the opposing team, the very few points they were able to garner in those final five seconds. And so we pointed that out like, okay, but in game three and game four, what the Sixers were able to pull out of their behinds was a statistical anomaly, particularly in game four, which your eyes were able to see, right? James Harden just throwing stuff up in the air. And balls magically going through. Well, we talked to Cooper Moorhead. I DM'd him after game number five and said, hey, uh, how did that work out for Philly in game five, final five seconds of the shot clock? And he was kind enough to DM back. He said, Philly shot seven of 18 in the last five seconds of the shot clock, scoring 19 points on 19 possessions. So a decent drop off from games three and four. And then we got a tweet from Jack Larkin yesterday, Miami defense strikes again. Would love to see Cooper Moorhead's updated numbers on Miami's defensive points allowed per possession with under five seconds left in the shot clock from their game six win. And so we passed that on to Cooper, and Cooper was kind enough to uh, 
DM back. He said, Philly scored just eight points on 20 possessions that went into the last five seconds of the shot clock. 0.40 points per possession in those moments. It's a bad, uh, it's a bad outing, Gil. Sometimes we run into one. That's all I'm saying. Um, so there's that. Uh, okay, so, I, you know, let's also point out here. Where did I want to go? Did we want to go to NFL? Oh, no, tonight's games first. Let's do that, and then we'll go to the NFL schedule. Tonight's games, of course, these are possible closeouts. So we'll have one game seven between the Suns and the Mavericks on Sunday. But tonight, oh, boy, this is going to be fun. Celtics-Bucks game six in, my, in uh, Milwaukee with the Bucks favored by a point and a half. And then the Grizzlies and the Warriors, Warriors favored by eight and a half, no jaw, we would all assume. I'm not really worried about the Warriors, but it should be pointed out, shouldn't the pressure be on them, game six, because you have to go back to Memphis if there's a game seven. But, but, I, but I'm, I'm thinking the Warriors roll them tonight. But what about the, uh, the Bucks and the Celtics? We got big, I got big futures, I mean, excuse me, big series bets and futures bets on the Bucks. And on the Warriors in terms of futures bets. But I think anybody who bets this, let me just say this. I think anybody who bets any Celtics-Bucks game in this series pre-flop, unless it's the five-and-a-half point spread that we saw the other night, like a game tonight, if you're betting this number, if, if you're betting the either side pre-flop, aren't you just an action junkie? Like, where's the edge here? You can't bet this, can you? Just going to ride the Bucks series? I, I'm, I'm staying off because yeah. I have what I... Uh... What I have uh, futures wise with the Bucks in the Me East, too. like I'm not gonna. I'm but not I think gonna... even if you didn't, like, wh- how, why? Are you, if you're betting this, you're probably doing this wrong. I, I'm not. Well, first off, Scott Foster is officiating the game, so that we can uh, we can at least throw that sure. out there. Scott you, Foster alert. You can you can you can do you can take that information however you do uh, your thing, Scott as Foster. You want. But I, uh, it, it just this series has had so many twists and turns in it where. You thought we thought after game four, we legitimately come on the air the next day and say, is that the moment that we're going to remember from this postseason the whole way through? Mm -hmm. And then not even 48 hours later, the same thing happens, but on the other direction. I said that yesterday. So it just this series is so especially we don't know what Middleton's status is tonight. We're going to assume that he's probably not going to play tonight. But this these teams without Middleton there are so even. That this is just very difficult, unless, like you said, you get the five and a half, five. If you get beat, so be it. But in this one, it's one and a half. It's tough to bet it. I should say, Scott Foster, don't do your thing. Don't extend this series if you believe conspiracy theories. And then Warriors, Grizzlies, you're not touching that line. You're not taking the points. You're not laying the points. Correct? Just get it. I'm not. I'm not touching the late game. Just get it done, Warriors. You you know what the thing is, though, Gil. That's one of those where the other night was so disastrous for Golden State that it's hard to imagine that. Getting embarrassed like that doesn't at least pr- show uh, they they show at least a re- a good effort early, but Memphis is good without job. We know this at this point. Twenty one and five for the full season straight up. I just Phoenix, uh, Golden State and Phoenix back to back clunkers, just so bizarre in the Western Conference, uh, and has taken some of the shine off the uh, potential Phoenix Golden State uh, NBA Finals at least. Uh, from what we've seen most recently, but I would expect the Warriors to get it done tonight. Not touching Milwaukee, but let's go, Bucks! Let's get the series bets and uh, let's get those home, and let's keep the futures bets alive. Same with the Warriors. Okay, NFL schedule released in full glory last night, and the one team 
that I was the most interested in because they came out first with a regular season win total of 11, and you, and you knew what their opponents were, and you're like, man, there's no way the Kansas City Chiefs, minus Tyreek, are going to win 11 games. That's an under or nothing. Sure enough, it ticked down to 10 and a half. And then yesterday, we got to see the sequence of their games. And let me just say this. This is the most difficult schedule, not only of this coming year, but maybe the most difficult schedule I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't know how you can can concoct a more difficult schedule than this. These are their first seven games before the bye. At Arizona, home Chargers, at Indianapolis, at Tampa Bay, home Raiders, home Bills, at Niners. We'll see if there's relief with the Niners, if it's Trey Lance or not. Those are your first seven games. And you think, well, that it's got to be like stupid easy after that. Nope. After the bye in a game against the Titans and Jaguars, then there's another stretch. At Chargers, home Rams, at Bengals, at Broncos. Before it gets a little easier down the stretch. Man. That is brutality. But what does it, what does it give us as betters an opportunity to do? If the Chiefs, if I gave the Chiefs truth serum right now, maybe, I don't know, maybe the Chiefs are so successful that they wouldn't take this deal. But if I'm with the Chiefs right now, and I said to you, I'm going to give you a four and three before the bye, I think you take that in a heartbeat. Because if you get through that gauntlet four and three, you're probably definitely, I mean, at that point, you're, you're probably a, it's pretty solid that you're a playoff team. But I'll tell you what, it, and, and if they do go, here's the thing. If they go through that first seven games with a bad record, I do think there's probably an in-season over available to us. Can we just, before you get a comment, Jeff, can we just show the Denver Broncos schedule, the division rival Denver Broncos now, is the foil of this in many ways. The Denver Broncos schedule here before their bye in Week 9 might be the easiest schedule you'll see in the first eight weeks at Seahawks home Texans home Niners again we don't know the quarterback at Raiders home Colts at Chargers that's a little difficult but then they kick off then they uh then they they go through the last two weeks before the bye with home Jets at Jaguars so while the Chiefs are having this unbelievable gauntlet on the one hand the Broncos are getting through something super easy on the on the early side so if the Broncos here's the thing if the Broncos don't go four and three, excuse me, they got four games. If they don't go five and three, this could get, be ugly for the Broncos because that schedule gets really difficult down the stretch. Chiefs cards at Rams at Chiefs home Chargers, preceded by our at Ravens game. Their final six games are brutal. So those two schedules in the AFC West, hardest division in football, maybe not only this year but that we've ever seen. There will be in-season betting opportunities. If the Broncos do really well in those first eight games, there's a total in-season under bet to be made. And also there could be some division calculus you know, bets to be made in the AFC West based on how these two teams do. Obviously the Chargers will have something to say about it, and so will the, uh, so will the Raiders. But wow, are those schedules weighted just dramatically. I'll be quick here. Chiefs, the first team in NFL history to have eight straight games to begin their season against teams that had winning records the previous season. That is, it, it is very, very interesting how those how those went when the uh, sequencing came out last night. We'll come back more NFL schedule 
opportunities, perhaps, to uncover. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences, uh, the fences, that is. Uh, register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the king of sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued, uh, rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Yes, Jeff. I read that one out of order, but I just wanted everybody to know. That's how excited I was by that uh, by that promo. We get tweets at Petey the Book. Uh, this is from this is from Ian McDonald. Oh, hold on, let me read this. Uh, no, let me do it. It's Mark Gottlieb first. Mark Gottlieb. I've never bet against my home team. I'm not a professional better. However, at the five minute mark of the first quarter, I realized the Sixers had betrayed me. So I, I laid uh, all the I laid three and a half and took Miami. Angry fan. Glad it got home. Uh, this is from Ian McDonald about the Chiefs, which I just talked about here. Uh, he goes, uh, you're exaggerating the Chiefs' schedule, Gil. Here's a tougher start. Because I said, I, can you imagine, like, could you concoct a more difficult schedule? He said, you're exaggerating. He said, how about this one? At 85 Bears, at 86 Giants, home 84 Niners, uh, home 82 Skins, at uh, the 2000 Ravens, home 99 Rams, home uh, 07 Patriots. At 76, Steelers. See, not difficult. Strangely, he omitted the uh, 91 Washington football team. Please don't ever do that in a schedule like that. Hey, Rich Strike is out of the Preakness, uh, Jeff. Do you have a no on a triple crown bet? Did you bet that at all? I wish I did. It would have been the easiest money we've made all year. Matt Brown, my, my uh, primetime action partner, he was he was getting uh, some, uh, well, you know, it's Twitter, so of course you get some... Uh, some poor feedback. But he was like, this is so bad for the sport. Like, for casual fan who's not a big horse racing guy, what, they, what we care about is the Triple Crown, right? We show up for the Derby. We're interested that there's going to be a Triple Crown horse. And so when something like this happens, and I get it, the trainers are like, well, they, they said if it was going to run in the Derby, we, all the plan was to always just run them in the Belmont after that. If we didn't run them in the Derby, you know. But the net result for the sport of horse racing, you're not gaining fans with that. So I agree with them there. You wanted to say something about the Chiefs also. Yeah, I, the one weird thing, even with this this – absolute horrible schedule to begin the year, just in the way of how difficult it is, they're still probably going to be favored in the majority of the games. Listen, I'm not, that's, saying, that's, I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to be terrible. Oh, no, I understand yeah, that, of yeah. course. Of course, but it's just one of those oddities where the schedule is, I, I agree, and the numbers back it up that it's one of the hardest schedules we've seen ever, period, ever, going into a season. But it, it, it they, they are still going to be favored. More of those in more than half of those, they're probably going to be favored in every game except for the the Buccaneer game. In all honesty, Warren Sharp, our friend who uh, does, uh, of course, the strength of schedule. What you'll see in mainstream media is, oh, here's the toughest strength of here's the, here's the hardest strength of schedule. Here's the easiest, but they do it based on last year's winning percentage, which is kind of just a lazy way to do it. Warren does it the proper way. He does it through uh, season win totals of the opposing teams. Five easiest schedule. New York Giants with the easiest schedule. The Eagles with the second easiest. Now, much of the Giants and Eagles is that they get to play in the NFC East. 
but also beyond that. Colts, third. Bears, fourth. Lions, fifth easiest. Colts may get the best end of all of that. Five most difficult? Yes, the Chiefs with the single most difficult schedule. Rams, Raiders, Steelers, Texans. <laughs> if you're a Texans fan, fifth most difficult schedule in the National Football League. Let's just rifle through some of these tweets because these are all putting uh, putting the season or the schedules rather in context. Um, this also from Warren Sharp. Now, this is interesting, too. So we had Johnny Avello on from DraftKings last night on primetime. And we asked him all kinds of questions like, you know, what what is the uh, what really is the behavior of betters when an NFL schedule comes out? And I asked him, I was like, are, are people racing to bet these? And he said they're not racing to bet them, but is there is there action on every single game once these were released? We're talking about the week one lines specifically yesterday. And he was like, Yeah, there is. Like people, there there are bets of different magnitudes, right? Of different amounts, dramatic different amounts, on every single NFL game. Not, a, not exactly a, a race, but people do bet these things. Now, one of the things also that I asked him about was the Cleveland Browns. And there was this notion that they that DraftKings and other books, I don't know what other books did, but DraftKings, would they put up Cleveland Browns lines? And so what they decided to do was, just so they had every week one line, they did do the Browns line in week one, which we'll get to, but no other Cleveland Browns line because of the uncertainty surrounding Deshaun Watson. Now, Warren Sharp adds this point. (laughs) That's this point, uh, which is, I think a very interesting one. He said, well, 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 NFL, what do we have here? The NFL gave the Browns, with the suspension of Deshaun Watson incoming, the NFL's easiest first month by far over any other team. Impossible to believe this wasn't completely intentional. And who do they have there in the first four weeks? The Panthers, the Jets, the Steelers, and the Falcons. Yeah. Coincidence? Coinky dink parlay? I think not. Here's and we still don't know anything about the Browns and Deshaun. And again, I'll just relate back to a conversation that we had with Eric Eager here from Pro Football Focus last week, which was, you know, I brought in the Trevor Bauer thing. Does that force the NFL's hand? Does that make them have to do more dramatic suspension? He was like, that puts it up to six. Up to six? Shouldn't it start at six weeks? Anyway, Warren Sharp calling out the NFL there. Uh, our also uh, our friend Seth Walder from ESPN. Now this is very th- this is a I think this is good schedule analysis. This is really good stuff. This is the best net rest differential relative to opponents in the upcoming regular season. So what that means is your total amount of days of rest heading into your games vis-a-vis all of your opponents' aggregate rest days heading into games against you. Does that make sense, Jeff? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So who ends up in the mix of all of that? Who ends up with the best net rest differential relative to opponents? Well, the answer is the Buffalo Bills. Like, they needed the help. Buffalo Bills, who have the opening Thursday night game against the Rams, Buffalo Bills plus 13 days. Lions plus 11, Broncos plus 9. But the Bills plus 13 days. And poor Texans, man. (laughs) Every one of these categories. Like, the Texans can't catch a break on anything. Who has the worst net rest differential relative to opponents in 2022? The Packers have it the worst at 13, 
But both the Texans and Patriots minus 10. Packers minus 13. Yes, sir. I thought you were going to say no, something. No, I, I just, again, the Buffalo, one of the, I believe Buffalo is the only team in the NFL with two Thursday games. That's the main reason for that because they play Thanksgiving and then they, of course, have the opener. Well, the opener helps because you don't have the 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 poor rest beforehand, right? Correct. Yes. But man, the Texans can catch it. Let's do another one of these. Let's just rifle through these because these are all very interesting interesting uh, angles on the NFL schedule from from different perspectives. All right, best and worst travel mile differentials. How about that? You into travel? Best and worst travel. Now it's uh it's super uh, super small on the screen, so I'll go to my. Uh, I'll go to my phone on this one. How about that? This is uh, so the so the best best net travel comes down to the Seattle Seahawks. They end up with the best net travel, yeah. Seattle Seahawks followed by the San Francisco 49ers, followed by the Arizona Cardinals. So that makes sense, right? Seattle, I, I would imagine, has the best. Sometimes I would have imagined they'd have the worst too, but Seattle being on the corner, upper northwest part of the country. They have the best travel mile differential. San Francisco, Arizona right behind that. And as far as the uh, the worst is concerned, New England, the New York Jets and Miami, in that order. That from Seth Walder. Let's do one more of these. It's all interesting. Good job by both Warren Sharp and Seth Walder on, on these. This is uh, from Seth Walder. He says, the Texans are the only team to face three teams coming off their bye. This, <laughs> this harkens back to that net rest comment from before. Texans are the only team to face three teams coming off their bye at Raiders, at Giants, at Miami. Though at the Raiders is also off the Texans' bye. But not only are they off the bye, but the other teams get the home games. Nine teams, by the way, face zero opponents off a of bye by comparison. And the Texans have to do it three times. They have to play three teams on extra rest. So, uh, well, two teams anyway. They, they get the bye on the third one, but they do have to travel for that one. It's just brutal. So if you look at a Texan season win total and you already had the inclination to go under, maybe th- all of this puts you further over the edge and makes you actually, actually triggers a bet. This franchise is just getting the worst of it this year. But, you know, they're generally punting on the season and waiting for one of the great quarterbacks of the next draft class. By the way, six or seven quarterbacks right now expected to go in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. We'll look more at draft stuff, excuse me, at uh, schedule stuff in a bit. Uh, But next, Paul Carr. You want your soccer fix? We got that for you. What a tear he's been on in 2022. Premier League picks, FA Cup, and more with Paul Carr next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Gil Alexander on v the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows at hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, what a 2022 this gentleman has had betting the Premier League and beyond at Paul Carr on Twitter. Works for... uh, of course, True Media Networks. It has the Expected Value podcast. He's the host of that. It's Paul Carr. Paul Carr, congratulations to the people of Kansas. Sports betting legislation passed. And as always, as when we announce that, we say, eat it, Missouri. Way to go, Paul. That's right. That's right. Nothing like passing a bill out of spite, which is That's kind of what Kansas did just to get there before Missouri. But yeah, the governor signed it yesterday. 
unsure exactly when it'll be in effect from what I can tell. There's a chance late this year, probably early next year is more likely. I think it's January 1st. They have to have the whole plan in place. So probably early next year, but maybe before we'll see. Kansas becomes the 35th state, 35th to pass some sort of sports betting legislation. Now, not all 35 are, are in play currently, um, but 35th, and it, it bears noting that tomorrow is the fourth anniversary, the fourth anniversary mm-hmm. of PASPA being struck down as unconstitutional by the United States Supreme Court. We were here on a numbers game. It was me and producer number three, the great Jorge Mondaca. And for that whole period of, uh, that whole period of 2018 on the run-up, there are days, and again, this is like Supreme Court uh, in the weeds inside baseball, but the way they do their rulings was that every few weeks, like five weeks maybe at a time, the Supreme Court will pull out things out of a box to decide whether or not they want to rule on it. Um, And, you know, there were many days during that year where Jorge and I I had to be prepared to do two shows. Mm -hmm. Our normal show, or if the Supreme Court happened to decide, hey, today's the sports betting day. And so, you know, all those times came out, and Jorge would be like, yeah, not today, let's do our show. And (laughs) May 14th came, right? and they happened to do it, the Supreme Court, at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. So right when the show started, yeah, I'm like doing my thing, and then Jorge had the look. (laughs) I'll never forget. He was like, oh, my God. He was like, this is the day. That was Jorge talking. And we and we had to go straight into the the you know the the monumental moment that was for all of us. And so four years later, Kansas, thirty fifth state, one day shy of the four year anniversary. So uh, Mazel Tov to everybody in Kansas. Hope it works out for you. It's wild. Very excited to simplify the way I get my bets done. Yeah, I wish we had footage of that. Me and Jorge back four years ago. So I'm gonna, I did too. Yeah, we'll get on that. So it's somewhere, Gil. Some, somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jorge didn't uh, take it with him when he left, right? It's buried in his basement or something. Jorge might have taken it with him. I don't know. <laughs> we should have me and Jorge talks outside on footage. That would have been great also. All right, so uh, NFL schedule, you're a Dolphins fan. How did that break down for you? Hey, not ideal, I think. I mean, you got a new coach. You got a lot of new offensive parts coming in. The first four games are really tough for the Dolphins. Home to New England. Yeah, they'll be a slight favorite in that. I think it was like three points. But then you're at Baltimore, home to Buffalo, at Cincinnati. So it could be a, a rough first four. Uh, you talked about, you know, maybe in-season betting total possibilities. Mm-hmm. Those next seven are pretty soft for Miami, though. So if they start, you know, one and three, they're not dead yet. And then, you know, you hope things come together. Uh, the last six of the season aren't great, but you do end at home with the Jets, which is pretty ideal. So I, I guess just say the Dolphins aren't dead if they start the season one and three or something. And that's what I just want to implore. Again, it's like we can, we have months to talk about regular season wins, but yeah. – you know, just let's think. Let's go back to a numbers game in primetime action last year when the Broncos won right. their first game hosting the Giants. For whatever reason, and it made no sense, DraftKings moved up their season win total by three. That's not supposed to happen when you win a game <laughs> you were favored in. And so the Broncos under became just just monumentally a better bet than it ever was mm-hmm. the four months before that in the offseason. So, I mean, just keep that in mind with all these schedules. That's the best way to exploit it. Um, we have some season-long things we need to uh, monitor here in the Premier League. What do you got here with the uh, player props, that is? Yeah, we could hit on a few of these probably next week. But the one that kind of came out of nowhere for me a little bit the last few weeks. So I we talked about this before the season. My long shot to win the Golden Boot was Sen Hung Min with Tottenham at 40-1. to 1. 
And a big reason for that was that it looked like Harry Kane was leaving for Manchester City, which obviously didn't happen. Uh, then Son gets a hat trick a couple weeks ago. He got a goal uh, yesterday against Arsenal. He's only one behind Mo Salah for the golden boot right now with a couple games left. So suddenly that 40 to 1 ticket's in play. Uh, I'm going to see what Son does this weekend because uh, Liverpool doesn't have a league game until Tuesday. So I may probably going to have to figure out how to hedge uh, what Salah is like minus 225 now, but with a 40 to 1 shot in hand on Son, that's a pretty good hedge opportunity for me. And it looks like Man City's going to take this. Two games left, up three points. A little looks more, like it. little more intrigue at uh, the Champions League po- point at the fourth uh, fourth place position, and then also relegation is more intriguing as well. Yeah, if City doesn't win this at this point, it's a huge shock. Liverpool's plus eight hundred to win the title right now, so that looks like it's in hand. I uh, will touch on City a bit in a minute. Champions League is pretty interesting after Tottenham wins. Uh, Arsenal's a slight favorite, I think minus one hundred five or so. I still like them. Uh, over Tottenham to take that fourth place spot or Arsenal's I think minus 125 and Tottenham's minus 105 uh, and suddenly Leeds is favored to be relegated I was ecstatic with the Everton ticket to be relegated at plus 333 a couple weeks ago they pulled a couple wins out that weren't expected and now Leeds is about uh, expect to be relegated about two-thirds of the time so but there's still plenty of opportunity for some twists and turns the final couple yeah, weeks. yeah Everton at 36 points Burnley and Leeds both at 34 points Everton and Burnley with three more games to play Leeds with two more only one of those teams will end up relegated. Who will it be? Always uh, bettable things. All right, three-pack of picks, but one of these is in the FA Cup final. What you got? Yes, this is Saturday at Wembley. Uh, usually in a cup final, I almost auto-bet unders, uh, but here I'm actually going to go the other way. I like over two-and-a-half in Chelsea-Liverpool. Liverpool's going for the second of maybe four trophies. These teams have played three times this year. All the games were draws. So the draw is kind of intriguing at like plus 250. Uh, all three games had at least 25 shots, had at least three expected goals. Even a nil-nil game they had in the League Cup final, which was one of the luckier unders that have hit this season. So I think Chelsea might like to keep it tight defensively, like a cup final often is. But they're just not good at that this season. Their defense hasn't been as good. They've given up more shots, more goals. Uh better shots as well that Chelsea is allowing. And I think it's going to be a little bit open. Chelsea will try to find space behind Liverpool's back line like they did in the earlier meetings. Uh, Liverpool is going to attack and attack and attack. It's what Liverpool does. So they've had, I think it's about 60% of Liverpool games this year have had three plus goals and higher percentage of that. It's over three quarters of them have had like two and a half expected goals or more. So I like over two and a half here. This is a 90 minute bet. Remember? So if it goes to extra time, that doesn't count for these purposes over two and a half minus minus one fifteen. over two and a half minus minus one fifteen is the bet. But once again, this is Liverpool chasing history. No right. team has ever won. We're talking now uh premier league champions league FA cup. What's the fourth again? The league cup or Carabao cup. Is oh, the sponsorship sure. Is this year. The Carabao cup. Sure. We could forget that. No. So yeah. Liverpool, no team has ever won all four. Their, their home nope. league and those other three. So Liverpool trying to do that. But the bet here over two and a half goals, Chelsea and Liverpool Saturday at Wembley in London town. All right. And then you mentioned uh, we were going to get to a man city play. Let's go to the premier league. What do you got with man city? Yep. Another one of my hot takes on take the better team sort of play here. Uh, I'll take a man city. I'm laying a goal and a half at West Ham getting plus one Oh five. Here's the motivation for city. If they win this by a bunch of goals, they're pretty much going to clinch the title because they're up three points on Liverpool mm-hmm. plus seven in goal difference. So if they win this, let's say three nil, uh, they, they're up plus 10 
on Liverpool and goal difference. So unless Liverpool goals goes out and wins a couple games, huge and city loses uh, against Aston Villa on the last day of the season, which isn't going to happen, then city's got the title. So full motivation to just roll West Ham as much as possible. They did the same thing to wolves earlier in the week. Uh, and here's city's last five games. They won five, one, they won five nil, they won four nil, they won five, one, they won three nil. Like they're just not messing around here at the end of the season. And West Ham has a little bit of play for and some Europa League type of spots, but I uh, just think their city is way better. They're not giving up shots. They're scoring a lot of goals. I'll lay the goal and a half plus one of five. Yeah. West Ham already like probably a league qualifier, but they're trying to get to the group stage. It's the whole thing. We don't even right. want to go down that rabbit hole. No. So man city nope. minus, minus the goal and a half at West Ham. It's so confusing to the American sports. Uh, There's so the many things happening at once. And then finally uh, a BTTS, your specialty. What do you got here? Yeah, this is the last chance we get for this one this season. Leicester City on the road, both teams to score. This time they're at Watford. I uh, got to lay some juice here, minus 165, but I'm going to do it for the last time this season. Uh, the, the short and sweet number is that both teams have scored in 21 of Leicester's last 24 road games. Uh, Leicester scored in every road game but one, or no, uh, but two rather. They've conceded in all but one. Watford is relegated. Defense is terrible. They'll give up a goal. And it's their last home game, so I think they're going to come out with a, a decent lineup and try to do something. So both teams to score here. All right. FA Cup final on Saturday at Wembley. Chelsea, Liverpool over two and a half goals. Then on Sunday in the Premier League, Man City minus the goal and the half at West Ham. Watford, Leicester City, both teams to score. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Same to you. Paul Carr at Paul Carr, C-A-R-R on Twitter. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Next, Numbers Game, Decent Esports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.